0: You sound good. <laughs> good. Good.
1: Struggling. It's been a long day. Um. More beer.
0: The problem is, I hate the
1: fucking combine. <laughs> don't. <laughs> okay. Don't say that on there. Can I say that on there? Well, Combine's
0: gonna give you nothing. No, anything. That's not a good stat. It's
1: a problem. Bullshit. Also, we are recording, so let's not say things like that. Useless stats. Yeah. Okay.
0: Go ahead. Get started, sunshine.
1: Welcome to your football fantasy. Hey, fuckos. Welcome back to another episode of your football fantasy. I'm Dweez Nuts and I am fucking exhausted. How are you doing today, Wiz?
0: I'm great. Thank you for asking. It was very nice
1: of you. Yeah. Are you great? Heard you're going to India next week. I might be. If Who is going
0: to, go to India. They got so many cool things over there. I highly suggest someone like you would.
1: Sand and dust and
0: dirt. Sand, dust, dirt. Lots of camels. And everything's very clean.
1: You know what they don't have? Uh, Clean water. Fantasy football. And the NFL Combine.
0: Thank God they don't have that.
1: How was that for a a transition?
0: NFL Combine?
1: Nice segue into the NFL Combine. Mm, It's kind of useless. Dude. We're not ready for that yet. Uh, Today is our Combine episode. We're going to go back and take a look at some of the performances that we liked, some of the performances that we didn't like. In the Combine, players that uh, help their stock leading up to the draft here and players that hurt themselves. But before we get there, holy shit, it's been a big week in the NFL. It's been a big day in the NFL. day. Moves have been made. We've got lots of news to cover. Um, Let's start with Le'Veon Bell. A couple episodes here. We've talked about him. Is he going to go back? Is he not going to go back? He... Has been franchise tagged. He Again. has signed his tag. He has come out and said publicly he will play under the tag. Not likely to go to any of the workouts in the offseason, but he will play. Do they get a long-term deal? No. You don't think you will? Uh, he's asking for a lot of Are they money. Are they strapped with De Niro? Well, they're less strapped now. You saw what Antonio Brown did. He restructured his, his deal, deal yeah. to open up some room. To be clear, there, Brown's not getting paid any less. He just took a big signing bonus, so he can get, <laughs> so he can make less money in his official salary, uh, but left some room in there for Bell. He thinks he's worth a top five receiver and a top five running back salaries combined. <laughs> what? So he, Yeah, so I don't know that they're going to be able to give him what he wants. He may just, he may play the rest of his career on a tag until he gets hurt, but he's going to play. We know that he's going to play. There's uh, an option. He's got to play. Yeah, so I'll tell you, you know, this wouldn't be the first time that he's missed the beginning of a season. Not the first time that he's missed uh, workouts in the offseason. Surely it's going to catch up to him, though. Doesn't t- come to him yet. Well, he tends to when he comes back and starts the season and game 1 is his first time in pads in a long time, it it takes him a few games to get Yeah, cold. he
0: starts out very slow.
1: Yeah, so that that's all I see happening again this year. He'll Old start he? out slow, he's fine. He's young enough. He's a lot younger than I am. I but I stood up straight for 9 hours today <laughs> and every part of my body hurts. I couldn't imagine somebody running into me. Uh what else? Alan Robinson not tagged by the Jacksonville Jaguars, can't stay healthy. Is almost, almost a hundred percent going to be hitting the free agency. There's almost no chance that he's going to stay. Uh, what do you think,
0: Allen Robinson? Yeah, high upside. Another guy who can't stay healthy though. That's the concern. Really now. high upside. Um, probably the best receiver that's going to be
1: on free agency. Maybe absolutely the best free free agency receiver. Receivers um, is a bad class again. You might have said. Jarvis Landry was going to be the best out there, but we'll get to that in a second. I think Allen Robinson is the best out there. Unfortunately. Most upside. highest yeah. ceiling. Oh, yeah. Fortunately or unfortunately, depending on your take, feels like there's a good chance the Bears are going to target Allen Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, they got money. They need him. We love an injured receiver in Chicago, so bring him on.
0: Whatever. Maybe. Can't be worse. I guess that's a, that's that's a positive sign. Can't get any side.
1: worse. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna that's, that's gonna make some waves in free agency. I think uh, he's a good player. He's somebody that somebody will pay to have. A team somewhere is gonna pay to get him. Uh, Kenny Britt. Speaking of receivers, Kenny Britt. Does it matter? No, no. He's going to the Patriots. <laughs> no, it does not matter. They have they've picked up his option. He's going to the Patriots. If anybody can make him valid again, uh, Belichick, your boy. Can he do it?
0: No, I don't think it's gonna matter. He's old. He's slow now. He's still a bigger receiver. He's kind of like Brandon Marshall, just pushes off on people to get open. Sure. Um, they still rely on Big Gronk running around, and they're going to rely on their, their two fast white wide receivers that are quick enough to get open. That's what they do.
1: Well, it doesn't look like is going to come back. I bet Amendola comes back. You think so? Yeah. Okay. He loves playing there. Uh, yeah. Kenny Burt's not likely to be on anybody's fantasy roster at all this year. That would be my guess. I don't care where he's at. Doesn't matter. Nope. Uh, another receiver who who kind of fell off the map last year uh Sammy Watkins still young still really talented he is not he won't be tagged. He's I think also, he might have the highest upside of all those receivers, to be honest with you. Yeah, he might. he's also likely to hit the free agency. Less likely than Allen Robertson. They're still trying desperately to get a deal put together for him. But I don't think it's going to happen because he's looking for more money than he's worth based on his production last year. He
0: hasn't really produced very much throughout his career yet.
1: They didn't use him a lot last year. Um, but he knows what he's worth, and there are teams that will pay him. So I don't think he's going to be back. In LA next year. I, I think he hits the free agency. Him and Allen Robinson, those are two big names. One of the two, well, both of them are going to get paid. Which one would you rather see in Chicago? Watkins. Which one, all else equal, would you rather have on your fantasy football roster? Let's ignore what team they end up on. I would probably say
0: Watkins. I think he's more reliable. I think, again, I think Robinson might have a higher upside, but I'm just not sure he can stay healthy enough to play always. Sure. I, I think Watkins can play 16 games and, you know, if you're lucky, he's going to catch six passes a game. Sure. Robinson's going to do, you know, eight receptions a game and two touchdowns for, for five weeks
1: and get hurt for the rest of them. Okay.
0: That's what he does. Yeah. And that's a
1: career. I don't hate that call. If it were me, I'd probably say give me Allen Robinson on my fantasy football team because I want that big upside. I, I wouldn't want either the guy to be my number one receiver. Oh, of course. Yeah. But as a two... It's- Hell yeah, give me Allen Robinson and his upside. We can find somebody else if he goes down. I'll take that because he'll win you games. Sammy Watkins should be solid. Uh, he's got a higher floor for sure. But I, li- I like the upside of Allen Robinson. All right, here's another receipt. Lots of receivers to talk about today in the news. There's 8,000 of them. Dante Moncrief, he'll be hitting the free agency. Who? Moncrief was... Great when he played one and a half years ago
0: for for four weeks he was exceptionally
1: good. Uh, Yeah, and people were drooling over him when he was getting ready to come back from injury. You remember? I was. I fell hard for it. I paid a lot of money in trade for Dante Montez. I did not.
0: I wanted him, but I didn't pay any money yet. Yeah.
1: Uh, he's hitting the free agency. Uh, what, we've, what we're what we hearing is that Baltimore is really excited about this because Baltimore is the place. The Baltimore
0: place... Colts have to be really excited to get rid of Baltimore. Yeah.
1: The, Baltimore is the place where wide receivers go to die, I think. Wide receiver. I <laughs> you can't... had
0: Joe Flacco throw the ball to you. Yeah,
1: right. So let him go there. His career's halfway in the grave anyway. Again, another receiver that. I'm not sure he's going to be on anybody's fantasy team. I'm sure there's a there's a, somebody out there who still kind of thinks Someone will. he can be great. We know he's athletic as fuck. He can burn down the field. He's when got he good hands. Will he play? I don't know. I, not something I'm interested in at all. Okay, next one. Here's a move that you like. I do like this one. Chris Ivory. It's going to the Buffalo Bills. Tell me why you like it. He's a ground and pound running back. Give him the yeah. ball and he produces. He's not nothing flashy
0: about the guy, but he's going to get you 20 carries, 80 yards and touchdown every week.
1: Except that he's going to play behind, behind Shady LeSean McCoy. McCoy.
0: Who's going to get
1: hurt like he always does. Well, let's be clear about this. Shady gets hurt, but he plays anyway.
0: I think this is the end of Shady McCoy. Shady McCoy's touching about 30 at the end of his running back career. He's been he gets an abnormally high amount of touches each year.
1: I, here, I'll tell you this. In the last three years, I have had Shady on my fantasy, an A-fantasy roster every year. So you feel a little mental uh, well, change for him. I've also traded him away near the back half of the year, each year expecting him to get hurt or fall off, and it just hasn't happened. It's going to happen this year, he buddy. He keeps going. Nah, it's going to end. So, so is Ivory somebody that you're willing to go... Pick up, put on your roster, and stash, waiting for that to happen. No, okay, I would not.
0: Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying. I kind yeah. of like Chris. I think it's a good move for the Bills.
1: He's a good. He's a good player. He's a good running back when he plays. Unfortunately, he's behind been stuck behind people his whole career. Correct. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what kind of timeshare there's going to be there. I'm still all in on Shady. I think he's going to be a stud. If he goes down. And I we like, did agree I like that
0: their pretty. offensive coordinator was going to be terrible. Everything yeah. about the Bills to be terrible, Except including Shady
1: McCoy. Shady. All right, moving on. Seattle's freeing up some money by just unloading their entire defense, right? I'm not sure what they're doing. Michael they have lost their mind. Sherman
0: been I, released. I like Sherman, he's a great cornerback. I think it's a
1: bad move by them. Interesting that you're dogging all these receivers for being hurt all that all the time. Sherman, who hasn't played a full season. Sherman in plays through year. broken arms half the year,
0: okay? That's what I like about Richard Sherman. And he sits
1: the other half of the year. And
0: he plays when it's important.
1: I think. It's not
0: his fault that they, that they haven't done anything to help build that team for the last
1: three years. Correct. Um, I think that what they're doing on defense is a move to help build the team. We've talked about this before. The offensive line of Seattle is, the worst there, in the league. is just fucking terrible. Yeah. It's the thing that's holding them back. And the part of the reason it's holding them back is because they refuse to spend money there. They spent all their money on the defensive side of the ball. Or, and or Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson yes. That's it. That's it. So hopefully what's happening here is that they're releasing some of their older defensemen so that they can use some of that cap space to get some linemen in there, give Russell Wilson's... We, we I, they're, they're, they're rebuilding the team. They're going young again as fast, as fast as possible. Sure. We haven't seen Russell Wilson with a good offensive line in years. Yes, I, since this mode was there and they're, they're running the ball. Year, I want to see him now as a more mature quarterback with time. We'll see what happens. I, don't think he's that. I think he's best when he's on the move and throwing the ball. You know who else will be
0: really good throwing the ball on the move? Who's that? Your boy, Baker Mayfield.
1: Shut up. We'll talk about it. we'll talk about him in the second half of the show when we get to our rookies. Before we get to today's big news, how about Doug Martin and the Raiders of Las Vegas or wherever they're playing? I'm not sure what to think of it. I think Doug Martin was a, is a he's Chris Ivory to me. What? He's kind of the same running back. I would much rather have Chris Ivory than Doug Martin on the team any day. Doug Uh, Martin is so hot and cold. Yeah. And when he's cold, he's fucking awful. You know what else is kind of like that? Is your boy Allen Robinson. Well, injured. Hot and injured. It doesn't matter. Same thing. Hot and cold. When he he plays and he's hot, he's fabulous. When When he's not and he's cold. Well, the difference is, if you have Doug Martin... Well, when you have Doug Martin, he fucks you because you're putting him in the starting lineup, and then he fucking drops his eggs. That's just some
0: bad managers. With
1: Allen Robinson, you know he's injured, so you're not playing him. If he's playing, he's killing it. Um, I think Doug Martin going to the Raiders is perfect, and I say that because John Gruden is an idiot. (laughs) He's a coach that doesn't understand the direction that offenses are going in the NFL, so somebody like Doug Martin fits him perfectly. What about your sleeper, Jalen Richard? Yeah, well, if if Doug Martin goes to Oakland, you can kiss Jalen Rashard goodbye. You could
0: have kissed Jalen Rashard goodbye even nah. before
1: even before whoever they sign
0: him doesn't really matter. Jalen Rashard's bad.
1: I'm holding out hope. Even if Martin comes to town, he's terrible. He's injury. Prone. Listen to
0: Dweez's nuts team so far. We got Shady McCoy.
1: Bring it. Okay. We love
0: him. Alan Robinson. Yeah. Jalen Rashard.
1: Yes. That is a really We're gonna win terrible it. team. We're going to win when they're playing. Wow. Don't forget Wayne Gallman. <laughs> yeah. I had to put that in there. Also, otherwise fabulous. we're not talking about them. All right, two big trades that happened just within the last six hours or so. Both of them including the Cleveland Browns. We've got it. We've Cleveland got to talk toilets. about toilets. The Cleveland Browns traded away two picks earlier today to acquire Jarvis Landry from the Miami Dolphins. They stole them. Yeah. Oh, they did. What, what was I think it was a third pick, third and and the seventh. Uh, yeah. So that's a great deal for the Browns. Yeah. Tell me though we, we've we've discussed this a little bit. We both like the Browns' receiver situation before this trade with Gordon and Coleman. Coleman. So is this is this worth them doing going out and signing a Jarvis Landry? I think it helps
0: both those receivers a little bit. Both those receivers are are, are, are big flash receivers that fly on the field and go yeah. get the ball. Uh, so you're getting
1: uh, Landry in the it,
0: slot. Landry's in the slot. He's an underneath guy, and that's kind of what he does. He catches the ball and he does it all the time. Anyway, he sure. does a good job at it. The concern I would have, in general, we both said we liked Corey Coleman and considered him a sleeper, is that I'm not sure there's enough balls to go around on that team to can someone's going to catch the balls. It's going to be Landry.
1: Landry has always had at least a hundred catches every yeah, 100 year. for the last three years. But now, obviously, we don't know that that's going to happen in Cleveland. But you're right. You know, there's not that many balls to go around, especially with Tyrod Taylor throwing the ball. Let's let's jump into this. The Browns also traded, right after the Landry trade, a third-round pick for Tyrod Taylor. Presumably, as their bridge quarterback, they'll go out and draft somebody this year. Taylor, Taylor will take the start for the year as they try to develop somebody. What I think it's thoughts? a good
0: move. Okay, um, Kaiser was terrible. Kaiser I don't think Kaiser's ter- going to be a good NFL quarterback. Taylor's a—he's Alex Smith. He's a game manager. He produces points occasionally, um, and he can throw the ball. I think it was a good pick for the Browns. I think the Browns are a fantastic job from an NFL standpoint of actually just, just getting a lot for not giving up really anything. They sure. still hold, held on to their picks 1 and 4. Yeah, They're going to draft the best player
1: in the NL draft, like on Barkley. Hopefully. Well, they absolutely should. Here's what I think. So you mentioned that with Landry coming in, we're now concerned about all three receivers on the Browns, and I think t- Tyrod Taylor coming in, uh, enhances that concern for me. I'm even more concerned because what Tyrod Taylor does not do is throw the ball around the field a bunch. No, nope. you know, when he was playing in Buffalo, the offense became a running offense. he, he got he, benched because he can doesn't get, he holds on the ball too much. Yeah, he he runs the ball. He's not a guy that can throw 50, 40 passes yeah, a game say because that's yes. a reasonable number. So yeah, I'm even more concerned now for Landry Coleman. And Josh – out of all three of those guys, which Landry, one – Landry, without a doubt. It's, it's the other two that concern me. I
0: I, I think if I had to choose it, it would be Landry, Coleman, and
1: Gordon last. Only because Gordon remains to be this – We'll see what he can an do. An, 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 yeah. So and you're taking moment? Landry for the volume still. You're thinking Tyron Taylor is going to throw shorter passes I think this underneath. hurts
0: Landry a lot. I just okay. think out of the three of them, I think Landry your safest bet still. Sure.
1: I might say if it were me um, – I might take the last of these three guys drafted Gordon whoever it is in my league I mean, I w- whoever's last is most upside for sure I, I think Coleman and Gordon you know they they're the guys that only need a couple of catches a game because they're gonna be downfield they might get you touchdown yep. okay if the if the Browns aren't gonna be throwing a ton. Give me the guy that can get it done on two or three catches a game rather than a Landry who needs to have nine to be really I think worth this it.
0: kill, I mean, I think it hurts Landry's value a lot. For sure.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he had, what, ten over 10 targets repeatedly last Every year. Single week. Now you want to move on to the Rooks. Oh, can't wait. Alright guys, so that's the news. That's what's going on in the NFL right now. We can expect that every day here moving forward more things are going to be going on. Uh, I think free agency kicks off, what, next Thursday the 15th? 14th. The four- On Wednesday? Very exciting time. I'll be in India, I don't know. So yeah, we'll keep you up to date as much as we can on the news uh, around the league. But now we're going to jump in to the rookies. We are officially in draft season. The combine has happened. You know, we we had an idea who some of these some of these incoming rookies were just from their production at their various schools and their various conferences the thing i like about the combine i know you hate it but the thing i like about the combine is this we're no longer just watching these people play in in the silos that is their conference right so you've got kids at smaller schools like a Josh Allen at Wyoming right they don't play big games so you're watching them play shitty defenses i want all over these guys- 3
0: days you're trying to listen it's to what I'm telling you trying to make it a useful stat out of three days all
1: I'm saying is I want to see all these guys on the same field doing the same thing at the same time right next to each other so I can really get a good idea of what they look like next to next to the best in the country.
0: I think if you average their numbers over the duration of their season or their multiple seasons, unlike your boy Mitch Mitchell Trubisky. Oh fuck! I mean, like he only he only played like thirteen games, so there, there's there's no there's no data to look at. Sure. Most of these guys have played for numerous seasons. You can actually look at it and, and make a good judgment, and yeah. we can go over that judgment pretty good here. There's,
1: cer- there's certainly no you can't st- sit here and say, and I'm not trying to say that you can look at the combine and know who's good. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, uh, one guy you can. Well, fuck. You knew he was good before we started. <laughs> what I'm saying is, you can have a pretty good idea of where everybody's at coming into the combine. And then what I look for is people to surprise me and do things that we didn't think they could. Yeah. Or people... Baker feel Or people... Or people to get to the combine and just fall off a cliff in the face of some pressure. Right? Oh, we got him,
0: too. All right.
1: So that's all I'm looking for. I'm not. I'm not looking to make my judgment solely on these three days. I'm just looking to see if anybody... Um, does anything to catch my eye to change the way I feel about them and there were there were a couple for a me. few of these performances. I can't wait to talk about one of them. Let's start with the the better performances the plus performances from the combine these are guys that we think increased their stock showed us something that maybe we didn't expect to see out of them um, maybe caught the eye of some scouts L- We
0: have some out discrepancies there. here okay
1: sure well here's somebody we don't disagree about at all. Talk about your boy Saquon Barkley. I know he's, he's fucking. A, he's a beast. How big do you think his dick is? Eight. Well,
0: he's six feet tall, so probably five foot four.
1: Around. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're talking about around.
0: He's six foot two thirty. Put up twenty nine reps of two twenty five. Uh, number one in running backs. Two. Thir-
1: that's a big dude. Six <laughs> he's
0: huge.
1: He, I, must, I, he must be slow.
0: I heard the comp- no. He's, he was the second fastest back.
1: Oh my god.
0: He's what a was, beast. Okay. What's his time? Uh, four forty.
1: Four four. That's. 40. Crazy for a six foot two. Do you know who he yet? beat?
0: Who would he beat? Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, Alvin Kamara, all phenomenal backs in the NFL. He beat all those guys. He topped them
1: on the forty and the forty. Um, Do you know who he beat at the bench press? Everyone, the strongest running back in the NFL currently. We don't care about him, Jarek McKinnon. We don't care about it. Saquon Barkley put up twenty nine reps. Yeah. At two twenty five on the bench press. You know how many offensive linemen in the combine this year did better than that? How many? Five.
0: That's ridiculous. Five
1: guys on the offensive line hey, is, is, benched is, more. See is, is the next Adrian Peterson. He might dude, be. Dude. Uh I feel like his measurables are better than APs or coming Woo hoo hoo. But yeah. Those are big, that's a big comparison. Saquon Barkley is, you, you hear the phrase tossed around, it feels very much like he's a once in a generation guy. Yeah, I, I, not only with
0: Barkley, though, I heard that the running back class as a whole is really good in general. Sure.
1: And, I, and it helps to have Saquon Barkley leading that pack. Yeah, but is it better than last year's? Yeah, I think without a doubt you can say that. Can you? Yeah. We got a lot of really good rookies coming out last year.
0: Yeah, you had Fournette. That's it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Camara. McCaffrey. Camara was good.
0: McCaffrey, I mean, I would say McCaffrey was second tier, probably, in my mind. Uh, I think I love McCaffrey. Barkley was better than Fournette. Fournette was the best in my mind. Camara was good and he was a unique back. The comparison here, though, is is LT, which is a really phenomenal. But he's Damn. bigger than LT. He's stronger than LT. And he's <laughs> fast as hell.
1: If you yeah. have a chance to grab Barkley, grab him. Dude, Saquon Barkley, in every, every freaking drill he did, he was best, except the broad jump. He didn't do the broad. He didn't even do the broad jump, which is a, that's he's terrified. Of the broad jump is my favorite drill for <laughs> running backs to do. We'll talk about that a little later. But he had the highest vertical jump at forty inches. Forty inches at a, as a running back is crazy high. Was it forty one? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. That's know that. crazy high for a running back, especially at two hundred and thirty. Do, do, do you know who Secretary it is? I do know who Secretary it is.
0: That's just Saquon Barkley. Yeah,
1: but that's a comparison. Maybe our listeners don't want to eat Philbin. He's a horse, guys. He's, he's probably in the jello you're eating today. Yes, we don't have to talk anymore about it. Everybody right, knows who Saquon one. Barkley is. He should probably go to the Browns at one, but the Browns are stupid, so they're going to draft a quarterback. <laughs> I think
0: Dorsey's resurrecting the team.
1: I really liked the performance from Josh Allen.
0: Let's talk about Josh That's
1: quarterback, Allen. Quarterback, Wyoming. I think he did a really nice job. Here's, You can't deny that he's a talented kid. All throughout his career in college, he was good. The one knock on him was that he wasn't always as accurate as people wanted him to be, right?
0: Oh, so let's talk about some of his accuracy. Do. Um, let's see. Last year, he threw 16 TDs, 6 INTs, 2.6 TDs per INT. Um, his completion percentage was 57%. Let, let me give you some comparison great. here, okay? Please do. Um, the, the person I want to compare him to had 28 TDs. In eight INTs, right? So he actually had a better, more more T's per INT. Oh, boy. (laughs) Completed 67% of his passes. I
1: can't wait to hear who this is. Had
0: a bigger arm.
1: Bigger? Jamarcus
0: Russell. Those those numbers I'm giving you off that are actually better than Josh Allen is Jamarcus Russell. Russell.
1: You say bigger. Did you see how far Josh Allen threw the ball in the air? Do you know
0: what Jamarcus Russell threw? He throw the ball 100 yards in the air. Nobody can throw the ball 100 yards. Okay, 84 and a half. Okay, that's his comparison. Josh Allen is going to be overrated. He's a physical beast. I get that part of it. Whatever he did at the combine doesn't matter. He's a bad quarterback. Can't read and is not accurate. So, good luck.
1: I think... I think he looked great in the drills. I think sure. He threw, I think he threw a better ball, a more accurate ball, a more accurate deep ball than your fucking butt buddy. Here's the thing:
0: put 11 guys in the field. Josh Allen can't. He doesn't matter if what jersey yeah. they're wearing or not. He doesn't know where to
1: throw the ball. He, well, he hey, might be mentally let's, retarded. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's let's just make a bet <laughs> all day long. I want to make a bet with you, and now this bet is gonna be it's gonna ride on. Josh Allen versus Baker Mayfield is going to ride on, you know, do they have an extra opportunity to start, right? Sure. Okay, I'm just looking for better stats. We'll come up with the details later. I I, I heard
0: Pat uh, Shermer likes Josh Allen. So okay, I think that's good. Um, yeah. I think. Well, he
1: wouldn't start this year. Yeah, he, right, he wouldn't
0: to, start. Yeah, but I, I think if they
1: both go to a place where they have an opportunity to start at least six games. Mm-hmm. I want to make a bet with you which quarterback is a better quarterback. And we can go by total QBR rating if you want to, or quarterback passer rating. I don't care. Pick one.
0: I think Josh Allen's extremely overrated. I would stay the fuck away from him. He's not going to be good. Uh, he is a physical beast that can throw the fucking ball through a wall, but he doesn't know who he's throwing the ball to.
1: Maybe he's colorblind. Maybe they can fix that. Let's talk about the next guy on the list. Here's a guy we agree about. Nick Chubb? I like Chubb. I, I, I like his last name. I like... Okay. <laughs> I, I liked Chubb going into the Combine, but to be honest I didn't
0: I did not like him going into the
1: Combine. If if you've paid any attention when we've talked on this podcast, you know that the guy I liked more than Chubb was his backfield mate, Sony Michelle. I like a small running back. I like a quick running back.
0: Aren't they both kinda of
1: small? Well, small and stout yeah. is Nick Chubb. Um, but here's the thing: I like I like those quick guys can catch the ball are real elusive. Uh, and coming into this combine, I could, I, of course, Chubb's the guy that you give the ball between the tackles. Sonny Michelle's a change of pace guy that can catch the ball and he's quick, right? I didn't like right? the Chubb didn't really beat out Sony Michelle very much. That's what I didn't like about him. Well, listen. Nick Chubb beat Sony Michelle in all explosiveness and quickness drills in this combine, which blew my fucking mind. Okay, I didn't watch a ton of Georgia football. I did watch them in the postseason. Uh, I would never have guessed that that would happen. So this is why I, agree I like,
0: with you. That's a great analysis.
1: This is why I like the combine because. You know, we think we know who a guy is, and then they come in head to head and do these drills that show us these measurables. And all of a sudden, Nick Chubb is not the big, slow guy that you put in the middle of the field. He's the guy that can maybe do, maybe, maybe, maybe take on a three, three down roll. Is it big team. enough? Uh, yes. I don't know what his size is off the top yeah, of my head. Life. Look him up. Look him up. He was top five in most of the drills he did. Um, he, like I said, he beat Sony Michelle in in quickness and explosiveness drills and. Uh, he tied Saquon Barkley for the new running back bench press record at 29. Which is impressive. It's very, 29 is very impressive. It's never been done. It's very impressive. All right, 5'10". Okay. 2'25". Yeah, that's big enough. Big enough for that's, a running back. That's a great size for a running back. Hell of a lot bigger than your boyfriend, Tariq Cohen. Way bigger than Tariq Cohen, who <laughs> oh, I really like this year. I think Nick Chubb. So Saquon Barkley is clearly the best running back in this draft, but I think Nick Chubb made a strong argument that he's number two, maybe number three. Well, who's number two then if it's not him? Oh, fuck! What's that guy's name? I didn't even write it down. USC guy? Uh, well, yeah. No, he, still, he did a bad job. He hurt himself. We'll call, talk. We'll talk about
0: that. I know, but I, I think I think he's clearly number two. You think clear? You're I think Nick clear. Chubb's
1: clearly second. Okay. He's great. I think we both agree. He put up
0: that four, four point four point five forty. Not not great. Not not too fast, but he's but, quick. But he's quick and he, and he was explosive. I think that's the important part.
1: Uh, yeah, we both agree. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb did a great. Nick Chubb is the prime example of why I like the combine and why you should too. And Josh Allen's another reason why you should hate the combine. Mike Kisicki, tight end, Penn State. Did you watch him? Yeah. Give, give give the numbers to me, dude. Uh, 41 and a half inch vert... This guy, I sh- I'll tell you, he's... Is he Adam Shaheen that plays for a Division One? program? No. He's 6'5 and a half. Huge dude. He jumped 41 and a half inches off the ground. Do you know how many wide receivers in this combine did that? Zero. Not a damn one. Uh, he jumped 129 inches. Straightforward, flat-footed, that's a broad jump. <laughs> he tied the best... Running back numbers. So the broad jump is a running back drill to test explosiveness. So you think, First step explosiveness. Is he the next Gronk? Baby Gronk? You think so? Give him the fucking title. We give it to everybody else. He's Baby Gronk. Hmm. He ran a 4.5440. How much does he weigh? Have you looked it up yet? I will look it up
0: for you. I will tell you this though. He. He is a receiver. He might. This, was, this is what he is. He will be the best receiver because there are no good receivers in this. So he will be the best one. Um, he, he's not going to block. Can't, he can't block it. Can't block at all. So, um, yeah, I think he's, he's going to be a good receiver. I think you have some good stats on him. I
1: think that's a good idea. He he was so – he's 250 pounds. He's six, this is listed as six, 6'6", six, 250 pounds, and he ran the 40-yard dash in four – Point five four fucking seconds. About the same time as Nick, Nick Chubb. Chubb, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah, every measurable that exists, just this kid blew it away. But so he's yes, a receiver. He's absolutely a receiver. He's, he's not, receiver. not he's, a tight end. He's not a. He's not a dual threat tight end. He can't block. Do you know what your boy the uh, black unicorn said? Who's the black unicorn, and why are you so fucking racist? I'm not racist. Well, you did say black Martellus unicorn.
0: Martellus Bennett considered himself the black unicorn. I'm referring to his name oh, okay. as black unicorn.
1: He, he said he's definitely going to
0: play He said year. that uh, He said Gronk was a beast because he could do both. He could block and catch the ball. Okay. Um, and he said Jimmy Graham was a piece of shit because he could only catch the ball. Sure. So I think that this guy's a Jimmy Graham kind of. He's not He's not going to be Gronk. I'll he's, tell you, I'll he's tell you gonna what. He's not going to crush people
1: on the, the line. I'll tell you what. Jimmy Graham was a great fantasy football tight end for years. Yeah. Gesicki is someone to keep your eye on as a potential tight end standout next year in fantasy football. We'll see where he goes. How many bench press? Did he have like 13? Oh, I don't have any idea. Yeah, he probably like four reps out of the bench press. I'll tell you. As you, you move on to our next guy, and I'll look that up for We're you. you about your boy Baker? <laughs> He's got a last name, right?
0: Baker Mayfield, baby. Yeah.
1: Everyone's
0: dream quarterback. Why do we like him? Everyone doubted his character, right? Everyone said his character was terrible and how dumb he was. Apparently, he scored the highest on the Wonderlic test. Eight blew everyone else away, which is kind of mind-dummy to me. Yeah. And everyone thought his character was bad, and everyone said that he did a great job in his character.
1: Did everyone say he did a great job yeah, in his character? Everyone said that. Here's what I heard about his character in interviews. I don't know who you passed. talked to, because the people I, I, I reached out to and, and got... And had Cocky as fuck. I believe is an, almost a direct quote. I changed it a little because I'm drinking. I think you want that in your quarterback,
0: Mike. Do you Kosicki. want confidence.
1: Twenty-two bench press reps. So he's not completely useless. That's pretty good. Will so be dumb. Well, he, will, he I don't like Baker Mayfield. I'd never have like. I I didn't like. Why well, I don't? He doesn't pass my eye test. I don't know what. Okay, this is why I'm not sure that Dwee's nuts should be giving you guys
0: recommendations. Well, make that bet, buddy. I don't because the eye test of Baker Mayfield says he produces all the time, and he. In terms of accuracy, it's highest on on the run on the move. I don't like it. In the NFL right now, half the quarterbacks are throwing on the, on the run all the time. That's why I want
1: Josh Allen in a bet. We'll do it. Let's move on because I don't want to talk about this. Guy Make it away. Mayfield's
0: great. I mad. buy into him. I expect him to go to the Browns. They're going to go May. They're going to go Mayfield four, Barkley number one. Put it Ugh. put it down and buy both
1: of them. Ugh. How about? Some lesser known names. We've talked about guys that everybody knows so far. I got a wide receiver. I got two wide receivers here that I liked a lot. If you watched the combine, no. then you heard the name. No, DJ Shark. Oh wide receiver from LSU. Shark. Yeah. Here's a kid. Uh if he, first of all, in the senior bowl, he, he was a senior bowl MVP. He no. went ape shit in the senior bowl, which caught everybody's eye. He started moving up folks' lists. And then he came out here in a four three four forty. Okay, jumped forty inches in the air. That was the highest out of any wide receiver, and he's six foot three. Guys at six foot three are not supposed to run a a, a sub four four forty. Period. Shouldn't. Shouldn't. He ran a four three four. That's fast as shit. David Boston style. That's who? (laughs) You don't remember David Boston? No. It's
0: probably you haven't played this long enough.
1: I'm not very old. The measurables for Shark caught people's eye, moved him up folks' lists. Uh, That's really fast. That's a real high jump for somebody 6'3". The bigger you are, the slower you're supposed to be and the less high you're supposed to be able to jump. Or the, the more freak of an athlete you are. This guy's a freak athlete. Um, he's going to come into the league and he's going to be a red zone target. You think immediately he's going to be a downfield guy target immediately. You'd think we'll see where he goes. I yeah, th- I think that's what it depends on. Where's he going to end I up? Mean, he, he He brings to mind images of Mike Evans coming into the league. I think Mike Evans is fucking e-
0: bigger than your boy, Shark. Yeah, he is. He's 6'5, 6'4. 6'5, yeah. Um, I would say he's a little bit smaller, probably. Martavius Bryant. You think so? Yeah. All right, maybe. The question is, you know, Martavius Bryant did produce for a long time. He's got a lot of, he,
1: likes his drugs.
0: Yeah, well, he likes to smoke marijuana. Yeah. Um, or eat it. And I have nothing against marijuana. I'm okay with it. Which you you ever put it in your ass? No, have you? No.
1: Twice, i year sure you did. Curious. Um, yeah, so let's hear about DJ Shark. Uh, yeah, we'll see where he goes. I bet he's probably a second round guy. Uh, we'll see. It depend He's team. He's definitely team dependent. Most guys are team dependent. If he gets in a role that he can play, you know, he doesn't have to be relied on as a number one receiver somewhere. If he goes to a shitty team, forget about it. But if he can play a number two, if he could be a a deep threat and red zone guy, I think he could perform in fantasy. Depends where he goes. He might be a good steal. We'll see. Uh, you got one for me? Or is it uh, my turn again? Quinn Nelson. What? Quinn Nelson, the offensive guard at Notre Dame? Yeah. Crushed it. What, tell me the last time you put an offensive lineman on your fantasy team. Um, It's been a while. All right, DJ Moore <laughs> is a wide receiver from Maryland. Another DJ. Um, this kid was a little lesser known unless you really followed college football. He put up crazy numbers in Maryland. Uh, but the numbers I Later? want to talk about in Maryland? Are they sell a team? That's a big 10, baby. Uh, yeah, do they sell a team though? Yes. Five seconds, <laughs> keep that's, going. That is definitely going to be on the <laughs> where you just throw it and fucking chuck it. Why why are you fucking with what is this game? Stratego? No. Scategories. categories. Still going to be on the mic, but that's okay. Look at you fucking up our audio again. Here's some numbers from DJ Morris Combine. He ran a 442. Pretty good. Four four two is really good. It's no fourth. Yeah, it's very annoying. <laughs> Go f- put stick it under the <laughs> <laughs> stick it under the thing. All right, All right get back. Here. He ran a four four two. That's fast. He jumped thirty nine and a half inches. Uh, he jumped a hundred and forty two inches in a broad mm. jump, which is super far. He ran the second-best three-cone drill, so he's quick. He can get moving. Troy Williamson was very quick, too. Does anyone remember him? Nope. Uh, he was the he had the third-highest wide receiver bench press numbers. That's kind of impressive. Yeah, he's 5'9", 180. He's a slot guy. He's definitely one of these quick guys. Um, that explosiveness showed in his broad jump. Again, I love that. That quickness showed uh, in his three-cone drill. And if you watched any of his college tape, uh, he can catch anything. Okay? I, I like the kid. He's fast. He's quick. He's strong, so he can get off any kind of press coverage. Not that people press in the slot very often. Uh, and it's can, still important, though. He can catch a ball, and he can catch a contested ball. But that ball tells you that he middle.
0: can play in it maybe more than the slot. I mean, that's the important part. Like He can
1: play at, kind of anywhere. At 5'9", 180? If he can get off the line, that's the important part. You know, In in a league where slot-wide receivers are extraordinarily valuable today, I think DJ Moore could be a potential sleeper going into a fantasy season this year or the NFL season for crying out loud. I like him. I like what he's done. Yeah. I like what he can do. Give me the ones you don't like. Ooh, there were some bad performances. Some people that fell off the map. Let's talk about Sam Darnold. The guy who I thought was going to be the first overall. Yeah. He didn't throw. He refused to throw at the combine altogether. In fact, he, the, the biggest knock on him that scouts have had is his throwing motion. Okay. He's got to throw. It takes too long for him to get rid of the ball. Uh, In the NFL, the throwing motion is one of the things that scouts look at most closely for whatever reason. Because, I mean, look at the the, the
0: best quarterback right now, the best quarterback ever, Tom Brady, supposedly. Not that I actually think that, but he he gets through the ball ridiculously fast.
1: So Sam Darnold made it very clear in his interviews that he will not be changing his throwing motion. He doesn't care what these scouts think. He doesn't care what coach, we'll see what he, we'll see what happens when he gets into the league. (laughs) He says he doesn't care what coaches say. He says, he said, I've been throwing this way my whole life and it's worked just fine. Philip Ernest throws kind of goofy and it's worked. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. I think that, I think this looked this reflected poorly on Darnold, not throwing at all. I just don't a lot of confidence in Dar- no. Darnold. Had thirteen interceptions, twelve fumbles. The guy just did not take care of the ball. Doesn't read defenses very well. Yeah. So put that together with the attitude that he showed at the draft or the combine. Not so good.
0: I mean, he's still everyone supposedly like everyone's number one still, and a lot of
1: a lot. I I just don't. He's I think Mayf- Mayfield's moved up, Rosen's moved up, it, and Allen's moved he's up. He's fallen off significantly for me. Yeah. Put him put him back towards the bottom of the top. You line. know, what I think did worse than him. Kelvin Ridley. Kel. Well, I
0: mean, if Kelvin Ridley is, was the clear cut wide receiver on the
1: draft board, and he me, still probably is. Let me ask you this question Did you watch the combine? Uh, highlights. Okay. So I watched receiver day in the combine. You know, they had. <sighs> Dwayne Steve- has, has a lot to do in his life, folks. Unless a I, lot to do. They had uh, Steve Smith, Michael Irvin. They were. Michael Irvin? Who was down there with him? There you go. You just black guys. You only bring up black guys. But they were down there commenting, right? And they could not say, they could not shut up about Calvin Ridley, about how awesome he was at everything, about how the, his only problem was that he played too fast. He'd have to learn how to slow down a little bit in his gameplay. Sure. I, he's definitely the best receiver in the class, the most polished receiver in the class. But he's not, the, it's a terrible wide receiver class. I don't know that he did any. To me, he didn't do anything in the combine that hurt his stock. I will. How how does broad
0: jump, which 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 supposed to like it, indicate their explosiveness? How do you do?
1: I don't know. You tell me.
0: The worst broad jump of all receivers of all receivers. Of all receivers. Well, that that sucks. That's bad. That okay, how about his How about his vertical? Thirty one inches. Worst
1: of all receivers. Thirty one inches. Yeah. Dude, I feel like I could jump thirty one inches straight up. Gonna, we're going to test he's not cannot cannot touch about 24 inches. If I get 13, I'm happy. Um, yeah, those are bad. I guess I didn't realize. He looked good, he
0: looked you, good in the You girls. know what concerns me? I hope to God your Chicago Bears do not draft
1: him. Agreed, one hundred percent. I mean, that would be awful. But in at least at least two thirds of all mock drafts out there, I it's know it's very upsetting. I would steer
0: clear of them personally. Uh,
1: here, so here is a receiver that did really hurt their stock significantly. What was Calvin Ridley too? I'm jumping down. Jordan Lassley, you know this guy from UCLA? No. Okay, well, he's a receiver from UCLA. People Sam were- Rosen. People, people were talking about him like he was pretty good, right? He's connected to Rosen because he was his number one Josh target. Josh not Sam Rosen. What did you say? I said Sam Rosen. Yeah, it's me actually... too. Um, Anyway, if you watch this guy, he was dropping balls all over the place. He ran not the wrong routes, but damn near and missed a lot of those. <laughs> they put cones out for these route drills, and he was missing where he was supposed to be. Uh, he double caught balls on his, uh, on his gauntlet. It was just ugly. Was he hanging
0: out with Johnny Manziel earlier?
1: Yeah, I think so. It was just ugly, dude. Everything that he did was ugly. Um, I heard somebody say he probably dropped three or four rounds based on his combine performance. That seems extreme. Uh, but I, I, I guarantee you he lost some money based on this performance. Here's one that's awesome. Best worst performance uh, out there. If you didn't watch, go Google the name Taron Johnson or Taron Johnson. He's a cornerback from Weber State. It's Weber State.
0: Alright.
1: Yeah. The guy, yes, we know he he hit that with the ball. He got hit right in the face with the ball. The first ball! I guess it was technically the third ball. In his gauntlet drill. And it took him down. This shit was hilarious. He's gonna be all over the internet for a while. He'll be on SportsCenter for a while. That shit was funny. It didn't hurt his stock because he barely had one going into the thing. But, damn, that's funny to watch. Go Google it and watch it if you haven't yet. We'll wait. How long are we waiting for? That was as long as we're going okay. to wait for. Um, the last guy has got to be Ronald Jones, who was, a, who was a pretty consensus running back to the second best going into this. I don't know how high he was, but he, he did. Yeah, he, he, uh, he was a consensus number two going into was it. Was he higher than Chubb? Absolutely. You think so? Yeah. Um. Yeah, Hear himself because he, he got blew, hurt. blew his hamstring. Run Running the forty out out. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna be he's gonna be uh doing anything in his pro day. Okay, but is he hurt hurt or is he like? I lose hamstring. He'll be back. Okay, so not actually surgery required right? Now. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. But he couldn't he couldn't finish the drills. Yep, he couldn't run any of the drills outside the forty. Yeah, he didn't do so well when he ran it. Yeah, so that hurts. You know. It, Scouts understand that you get hurt, it is what it is, but then they get to turn around right afterward and see somebody like Chubb go and, and blow it out of the water, which gives him an opportunity to rise above Ronald Jones. We'll see, Ronald Jones is still highly touted, had a great career at USC. Not as good as Chubb. Had a better career at USC than Chubb I'm had I'm not sure of that. We'll look it up later. That's all I've got there. You got anybody else that fucked up? No, I I
0: got um more offensive linemen that are really a jab. I don't give a shit
1: <laughs> about the You know what the offensive lineman couldn't do? Bench press more than Saquon Barkley yeah, and Nick. Saquon and Barkley Chubb. is a beast. do you got to see Chubb too in that because he did the same. Mm, he's not as like not the beast. Anything else you want to say about rookies and the combine before we wrap things up? Um I just wanted to give you an interesting stat, which is nothing about rookies, but it's about it's about rookies of, of
0: 2017. Okay,
1: sounds useless. So hit me.
0: Okay. So only three receivers finished the top ten receptions last year.
1: Yeah, it's because they sucked.
0: Because they sucked, and this year will even be worse. Just giving you guys a heads up. This year's going to be worse than last year, which is not a good thing. Um, And Cooper Cup's the one who led all the receivers in receptions, at 64. Which is not a lot of receptions. Not a lot. He actually finished fourth of all rookies. Yeah. And who beat him was Ellen Camaro. Sure. McCaffrey. Of course. And Evan Ingram. Yeah. Two, two running backs in, in, in a tight end. That's bad for
1: receivers. So I, I think your point is this. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, don't get excited about rookie wide receivers this year. I don't care how highly they get drafted or wh- how great their si- situation is. Don't get excited. Do not overpay in your fantasy drafts for any of these guys. Yeah. Accurate. Because this is this is one of the worst. It's worse than last year's wide receiver class and last year's Which class. Hard to do, sucked, it's bad. So, so when you when it when it comes time for rookies, if you're doing a rookie draft this year because you're in a dynasty league, or or if you're just in your league and let's say you know you're in a league full of guys that love young talent, um, who doesn't like young talent? I like young talent. Go running backs early. There's some tight ends that we like, um, some quarterbacks even that we like. Save the wide receivers. Let somebody else take these young wide receivers. There's not a lot. Take flyers on second-year receivers. There's not many on first-year receivers. Or if you can go get a DJ Moore late. Yes. DJ Moore might be the high one. Don't reach. Don't reach is what we're saying. All right, we'll have more on these rookies as uh, we get closer to the draft. We'll have more on free agency next week. Ugh, where's Kirk Cousins going to play? We'll be in India. I don't know. It'll be a real interesting... I'll I'll, I'll be watching. It's going to be Minnesota, I think, right now. Nah, I still think it's the Jets. They have more money than anybody else. It's not going to be the Jets. All right, fucker. Nobody cares. Shut up.
0: (sighs) Did you actually turn the microphone on this time? Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, and share our Facebook page. And leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.